Okay, guys, we are back. This is part two of the interview with Nathan and Jamie Cross. Yes, this is going to be such a was well, just a continuation of what's already mm-hmm. an amazing interview as they're going to be sharing about their uh, billion dollar business that they're building. How about that? Mm, okay, and of course, more about the roles. All right, y'all enjoy. Like, I'm not really that entrepreneurial, but she is. And the fact that we've learned to operate that way and I'm not concerned about her making more money than me or something stupid like that, you know, it's totally set us free and it's, and it's made us prosper. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and created to do, you're going to have the most success, you know? Yeah. That is so good. Can you, can you speak to that? Like just from the husband's um, perspective, because we um, work with a lot of different couples where the wife is the one that really has a strong entrepreneurial calling and, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's on board, but I think a lot of times, um, he doesn't know where he fits. Yeah. Like how to, how to be, yeah, fit together with her in, in setting her free. Mm-hmm. I think, um, there might be some general principles, but everybody's different and every marriage is different. And, but, you know, like sometimes Jamie will have to go travel and for business, she's gone for three days. Well, I have, I have to just be Mr. Mom, you know? <laughs> and, but the nanny's not here. Yeah. And if it's like, <laughs> I, I just, I just have the boys all weekend. And I mean, I'm, I'm probably one of those guys who are more comfortable in that side, but still it's gonna, it's gonna wear me down eventually, you know? And so it's just, it's give and take, it's sacrifice. You, sometimes you give things, sometimes you take, but um, you're willing to pay the price and not like have an ego about it, you know, like I'm, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be making the money and like all of that. Like you got to just get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And it's really like you said, you're one flesh and you're a team. And if she succeeds, I succeed. Mm-hmm. And if she makes money, I make money. And yeah. as long as we're... It's not my business and yeah, my it's, bank account. It's our I'm business. making the money because I can't do what I'm doing if he's not doing what he's doing. Yeah, totally. but, and I know like, I know part of what you're asking because a lot of like, let's say it takes years and years. Like for us, it took six and a half years for our financial breakthrough to happen because we were pouring into our business and we were worship pastors in addition mm-hmm. to that. And so had it taken us year, like more years of like that kind of sacrifice, like for a man to say, I'm going to spend. So we, I mean, it, it hasn't always been like this. I'd say just the last two years of like me traveling and as, as our business has grown, there's been more opportunity for me to speak and do those kinds of things. But, um, but if it was the way it was five years ago, or we didn't have money for health, like it would be a drain on him. And so that's where you just, you have those conversations in the process of having those conversations. Well, that's so good. What a great okay. setup. I mean, yeah, but I do have a question before <laughs> yeah. we jump into ministry stuff. Um, so, okay. How would you, because this is something that we talk about a lot, like just to make sure that we're staying aligned and, and also that, we, you know, we have to be aligned. So when we um, speak, when we, you know, share our message from any platform that, you know, God mm-hmm. may give us, that we are sharing truth you know, and not like some, 
cloudy truth, like some, you know, pseudo, some pseudo version yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like my opinion or, you know, culture, it says it this way and, and it's not, it's totally opposite of kingdom culture, you know? So um, how, how would you all say, um, like, I guess a tip for staying aligned when you know you're called to business and um, the culture that you're in is very motivated um, by a different definition of success. And so say for even example, like reaching your first seven figure, reaching your first million, you know, that's an amazing accomplishment, right? And then you continue to grow on from there. And there's, and I realized like the more that we grow, like all these different mindsets that like, whoa, I didn't know that was there. Like, oh, what was I think? Like, am I thinking like you, you start, you start hearing yourself, you know, and like, <laughs> all the different things that maybe you've heard have been taught um, over the years, or maybe just thought wrongly um, about money, about success. And you know, you're called to ministry um, in a, I'll just say ministry period. I'm not gonna say in a, in a particular way, but just ministry period. Cause yeah, I'll, cause we have questions regarding mm -hmm. that. But like just the mindset um, regarding like that. And I don't know if we call it competitive nature of like you want to succeed like you want to keep going you want to reach this number um and as many in the culture would say by any means necessary but we don't believe it's by any means necessary but it's like well but you know there there's going to be great sacrifice so how would it sounds like what you're saying is how would you define the balance between quote unquote the hustle narrative within within entrepreneurship and the grace of god he coined it <laughs> do you have i have uh, some thoughts yeah, go ahead. okay well um i think it's all a an inside job it starts with the inside job it's like when i now i i think in my maturing as part of like okay this goes into my whole like becoming message but we think oftentimes that building this business or building this ministry or building this life is this external thing. But ultimately what's happening is as we're doing the thing, we're becoming and we're expanding and we're growing and maturing, hopefully, as long as you're like staying teachable and, and pure and humble. And like, even in the times that we could have remained bitter, like we've been hurt by leaders, we've been all those things, but we let that stuff go and we continue to grow. Um, the the grace of God is a gift that like you, I think you begin to develop and grow and you, and you expand your capacity to hold his grace and to operate in his grace. When I first started, it was all about the hustle. I mean, it was like, go, go, go. And I was, I wouldn't say like stress, but I have become more peaceful in my journey, even though I have way more responsibility now. And we have all this stuff because I understand that the blessings of the Lord like he, the, 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 um, remember when we were like, we were on the verge of our breakthrough. I don't know if you've heard our whole story, but there was a, like, there was like a, a tipping point where we went from like not being able to afford to buy cheese to like doing 130,000 in that first six weeks and our funnel started converting in a, in a million in that first six months. But there was a time where I was like, God, like I remember having Asher on my hip and I'm stirring the, the bone broth, like the, the soup and like, waking up at the middle of the night in puddles of sweat, like Nathan pray for me. Cause like we're fighting for this breakthrough and like he had quit his job. He knew our business was ready to grow. 
And I was like demanding, I put a demand on my maturity and on the word. And I was like, God, you said Mm. you would supply all of our needs according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And I would say that and say that and say that. And I was like, God, you said it. And then there was like this light and revelation that would break forth. And I think people often, they rely on the word of God here, but they're not manifesting it from a place of revelation. And that takes like, like laboring in that word. And so operating in peace and grace is something you labor for to enter into. And when it finally breaks forth, like it can't be taken away from you. So even though we work hard now, it's like from this position of knowing and like now we've got momentum, like we've like done all the hard work to get there. And now it's like, you know, it's like this and we're riding this wave, but we have to labor to enter into his rest and like to receive that grace and have the capacity to operate in it. You have to have spiritual maturity and discipline and like growing. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's so good. And I would say too that, there's, there's nothing wrong with hard work, right? Yeah. That's part of, that's part of being a good Christian. You know? Yeah. Think about Bible God, times and they end up like, yeah. right. harvest the thing, soak yeah. the wheat, grind it, make the bread, like yeah. gather the water. I mean, gee was like. Yeah. God bless the work of your hands. Yeah. You know, there's a principle there that there's yeah. work involved. And I think it's, it's okay to be ambitious and, when you understand that God said the path of the righteous shines more and more until mm-hmm. the coming of the noonday sun. That means your life is supposed to be getting better and better. You're supposed to shine more and more, not more and less, not more and, you know, peaks and valleys and people are like one step forward, two steps back. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the world. That's because you're never actually going anywhere. You're just struggling and you never actually go anywhere. Yet the path of the righteous shines more and more. And as it says, as we behold Jesus, we are transformed into the same image from glory to glory. So if my life is supposed to go from glory to glory, mm-hmm. it's supposed to go brighter and brighter and brighter. And so it's okay to like, when you understand that, that and it's all by the grace of God, that mm-hmm. uh, I have to put my hand to something and he's going to bless it. So, and I should have an expectation that it's going to get better and better and better, not better and worse. Mm-hmm. I have no expectation of our life ever going backwards. Right. It, can't, it can't go backwards. It has to go forward. It has mm-hmm. to go up and up. And so why wouldn't I put my hands to the plow? Why wouldn't I work hard? You know, you only live once. You only have so much time to, mm-hmm. to impact your kids, to impact the world and do something great. So why not, why not go for it? Yeah. You know? But that comes from having the right understanding of the trajectory of your life and where God wants to take you. And it doesn't have to look like corporate. Like when I go and do things now, like I've been bringing my 11 year old to trips with me or like the boys will come to the shop with me. And so now like when I'm working, I'm like incorporating them into life. And so it doesn't have to be like me doing this thing over here and they're getting left behind. Like we, I, I did a podcast episode that said, you know, build something so powerful, your children will want to join you. And that's part of our vision is like being able to do things as a family. And so um, I just, I think we have to like redefine what it looks like to be like, do what you see in your heart. Yeah. 
do that thing, you know? And it wasn't, I mean, it's easy, you might say, well, it's easy to say now because you're successful, but when we were struggling and broke, and we still believe that the path of the righteous shines more and more, like, mm-hmm. even when things on the, on the outside seem to be failing, mm-hmm. it was like, no, we can't go backwards. And we never really did. Yeah. It, it might have looked like it, but we never really did. We, God was always taking us to the next step. Well, we did the. We did the work to expand our, like, capacity to think differently, even because a lot of, like, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So I remember being like, we're like, okay, if the path of the righteous shines brighter, then how do I need to start thinking or handling finances differently or, like, or being more, um, like, being a, a better steward with what God has given us? Like, there are, there's, a, there's something on, we have to do the work on our part to handle the more and more. And so it's not like this passive thing. Nothing in life mm. worth having is like nothing is passive. We all have to be like, we have to mm. be committed to maturing and growing and changing our, our thought patterns and tearing down strongholds and, mm. you know, mm. letting those things go that don't serve us and then gravitating towards the things that we know like are activating us. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I forget that we're like, we're doing an interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> okay, so now when we're talking about, we've heard this like two different ways, ministry and marketplace. Would you say that um, you two are called to do ministry in the marketplace or marketplace ministry? Or do you see them as the same? Do you, do you get the, do you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think it's, it's kind of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's both. Well, like, like the, the service we do, like our, not service, I hate saying that, like the fellowship that we have on Sundays, like not many of those people want to start businesses, you know? So there's a different kind of ministry happening there. But then, like, when we step into, like, we have employees and our team and we're leading people and we have ambassadors, like, it's, it's a different kind of ministry, but it's still, like, and our, our big vision is, like, 40,000 acres in the mountains building this restoration ranch where everybody comes out and, like, gets this, like, experience. And so, like, the direction we're going is where it all just kind of comes together. But right now, I would say, like, there's different facets and kinds of ministry that we're doing. Yeah, you have to define ministry. Like, what is it? How do you define it? And that's gonna that's going to influence how you think about it. Yeah. But if ministry is is really serving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ministry is serving people, mm-hmm. and it's operating in the gifts that God has given you, not trying to be something you're not. Meeting needs, serving people. Serving meeting people, needs. meeting needs, loving on people. And, and the point of it is for edification, to build mm-hmm. others up. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter where you are or who you're with, mm-hmm. you can serve people and edify people, and you're in ministry, you're doing ministry. Yeah. That's how I would define it. You know? That's good. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Well. Wow. Okay, I think we have one last question for the lightning round about uh, the, um, the advice. Yes, so... Yeah. What would you say to other uh, men 
who are um, supporting their wives in business um, while yet balancing their leadership role in the home. Yeah. Well, you don't have to give up your God-given authority in the home to be the head of the family to support your wife who's an entrepreneur. There's no contradiction there. Right? And so Jamie still honors me as the head of the home, even though she's the head of the business. <laughs> right? Love uh, but they're separate things, you know. They're separate things. So when it comes to when it comes to being like a family, and the business is part of the family, it doesn't it doesn't like overtake the family and it doesn't supersede um the roles that we have as husband and wife and parents, you know. So that comes first. The first thing, the foundational thing that we build our whole life upon is having the right alignment. And so, again, to me, this is exactly like the body of Christ because I like to separate the government of the church from the ministry of the church. And the government is how the church is supposed to be um, ruled. Oh, you're about to drop some. Like elders <laughs> in the church, things like that. The people that are in charge, right? And, but the ministry side. Tell me about your book. <laughs> the, ministry, the ministry side is everybody has a gift. Mm -hmm. One person's an eye, one person's an ear, one person's a hand. And everybody is supposed to be giving of their gift for the edification of all. So one person prophesies, one person has a song, one person has a teaching, one person a tongue, one an interpretation of tongue, whatever. Everybody has something to give. And in our family, everybody has something to give. She has a gift for business, for entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. for leading. And so who am I to not set her free to do those things? Mm -hmm. She should be doing those things. Mm -hmm. But that's separate from the government side of the family, which is the man is head over his wife and she is in submission to her husband. So we have both of that. But when it comes to business, it's, it's just like ministry. It's submit one to another. Mm. So when it comes to business, I submit to her mm. because that's her gifting, not mine. If she says, cause there's times where she's like, I'm going to do this and this. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, that's what you want to do. She's like, yes. I'm like, okay. Like, I, don't, I don't understand it, but she's right. She was right, you know? If I would have tried to step in and say, oh, man, like, I'm the head, Jamie, and here's what I think. And, be all, <laughs> you know, be all legalistic and, like, lording over her. It's not meant, you know, being the head does not mean you're lording over. Mm -hmm. It means you're serving that much more. Mm -hmm. uh, allowing, her to, allowing her to be who she was created to be. You had that thing that you said that was amazing. It was like a revelation of, you know, Christ. If Jesus came to set the captives free, if he came to set us free, then, and if, and if husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church, and he has a, a responsibility to set his wife free. But mm -hmm. I was just talking about, like, this whole, like, hierarchy. Like, it's infiltrated the family. It's infiltrated, you know, the one guy sits at the top and dictates like that's just it's anti absolutely christ and yeah. um so good yeah 
Well, that's yeah. it. I mean, you know, if you're going to love your wife as Christ loved the church, then your job is to set her free. Mm. Your job is to, to serve her and edify her and love her and give yourself for her. Right? Yeah. So if you're lording over people, if you're lording over your wife or trying to be like, uh, I don't know, like this, I guess it's just a mentality shift, you know? Like, mm -hmm. yes, I'm in charge. Yes, if, there's a, if there ever has to be a final say, it's on me. But that's a responsibility. Mm. That's a God-given responsibility on me. Totally. You know? But if I don't take my wife's input, I'm a fool. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. but if, I, if I try to lord over her and, and just, yeah, and control her, then I'm missing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. We do have a lightning round, but we, we want you to be able to share um, with the people how they can find you. I heard something about like a book coming out or something. <laughs> Drop in the book soon. Um, so let us know, like let everyone know like how they can connect with you all. Um, both. Of that, you yeah. Well, go ahead. Cause your stuff is already. Yeah. For me, it's the her effect.com. So there's a her effect pod, the her effect podcast, and there's a website and they can find all the things through the site, even though it's still a work in progress, that that's the best place to go. Um, yeah, and MIG Soap is on our, like, that's our, our skincare company. Awesome. But just for fun, you should tell them what the name of your book is, because oh, yeah. I well, get, like, excited about it. <laughs> the ministry is um, City on a Hill Project. So I'm in, the, I'm in the process right now of launching City on a Hill Project. And we have cityonahillproject.com. And I'm going to have the podcast launching very soon. That's not the cool And the book is called There's, There's No Such Thing as a Senior Pastor. <laughs> wow. So my, my goal is to rub the spine on that one. But the, book, the book is going to be coming out very soon. Very soon. Okay, yes. Wow. But the idea is to give, to give the body of Christ a blueprint for the biblical model of doing church because it's not what we see. Mm. Wow. wow. Yeah. You might on a whole other episode. Yeah, that's for another time. <laughs> this is so good. So good. Okay, so we have your information. Lastly, we have a quick lightning round. So yes, if yes. each of you can give us in one word, what is your definition of legacy? In one word? Oh, one word, definition of legacy? Yes. Impact. That's what I was going to say. Impact. Impact. Oh, okay. Impact. Yes. Do we get, right. do we get and, points and, for this? What did you say? Do we get points for this? <laughs> right, 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 right. You get a big um, yellow star. Gold star. <laughs> yeah. So, um, individual answers here. Dinner on the beach or breakfast in bed? Dinner on the beach. Dinner on the beach. Heck yeah. Oh, you. Okay. All right. Okay. So for date night, thrill seekers or chill mode? Chill mode. For date night, chill. Yeah. Chill. Okay. okay. So we, do like, we do like to get some thrill in there too. <laughs> okay. okay. So Nate, I'm going to ask you this question about your perspective on Jamie. And Jamie, I'm going to ask you this question about your perspective on Nathan. So here we go. Um, Nathan, how would you describe your wife? Would you say she is either early bird brilliant or a last minute genius? 
<laughs> you have to think about that. <laughs> well, probably last minute doing this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I could see aspects of both. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jamie. Uh, early bird. Um, wait, early bird genius. Wait. Or what was it? Early bird brilliant or last minute genius? Early bird brilliant <laughs> all the way. <laughs> all right, so I hope you guys have enjoyed this full interview. And as you can clearly see, we all have different paths. So let this be a reminder to just not put yourself in a box mm -hmm. ever. There are so many great things waiting for you all. And if you're still seeking strategy and not sure which way to go next, make sure you grab our free download, Maripreneur Map. And that can be found at www 